Hello and welcome to TBC Equipped. We are a ministry of Trinity Baptist Church in Norman, designed as a, another resource to help you engage the culture with the gospel of Jesus. My name is Curtis Winkle. I'm here with Ryan Polk. Hey, Ryan. Hey. And we've got two new producers on the show. We've got Josh Lee and Luke Winkle. So appreciate you guys uh, helping us out, making this thing go and sound sound great. So we, we needed some help on that. We definitely need some help. So Ryan, we're, we're here today talking about the Academy. This is a kind of a passion project of yours um, that, sh- that you've been running for how long now? Man, it's probably close to 12 years, yeah. 12, 13 years yeah. now. Uh, so we wanted to just kind of tell folks what it is that we're offering, why they should do it, what's it about, what's the commitment, some of those things. So let's just start off. What is, what is the Academy? So basically what we came up with is that the Academy is a, it's a training time. It lasts about a school year, uh, October through May. And it's kind of like a, a directed reading. It's two books a month over a certain topic that and then we get together and uh, someone will present on that and write about it. And then the rest of us discuss and ask questions and kind of the one of the things I tell the people who are in it is to kind of think of it like a think tank. Uh, we're thinking about stuff pretty deeply, but with the goal of why does this matter outside of this discussion? Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's, it's, it's definitely an equipping, definitely a training time. So you said two books a month. Is that like a uh, good night moon, that style of book, or are we like mm-hmm. a little longer than that? What, what, what kind of books? We've tried to get the reading manageable. So it's two books. Everyone's required to to read one of those. Okay. Um, and so we there. It's not the easiest books, but it's they're, they're not as hard as they used to be. We tried to make it to where everyone can do it. So these are not necessarily seminary seminary level books. Not all of them, anyway. No. Yeah. More no. accessible. Yeah. And each member is required to read one a month. They get their choice of two. Right yeah. now, the encouragement is to read both of them. We try to make it manageable enough to where. They can do that, yeah. but definitely one of them. Okay. We go over that format one more time. So one person is assigned in the group to yeah. read and kind of summarize the book. Right. So let's just take, for instance, one of the months is church history. So we've got two books on church history. And so that means the two people will present during what we call them intensives. They're usually an hour and a half uh, once a month. And so I give them a format of what the review looks like. So they'll read the book, write a book review. Everyone in the group gets a copy of that. And then uh, because other people have read the books, then we engage on a discussion. They make a 10-minute presentation, the person who writes on it, kind of going over their paper. And then we discuss it. And it's not a uh, it's not an adversarial. It's it's the idea is help me understand this better. Even the person presenting can ask questions to the group based on. Yeah. Uh, based on the book. So it's really just really discuss and engage. Yeah. That's one of the elements I really liked. I always felt encouraged coming out of there. Um, as opposed to another ministry we have here at, at Trinity, which is, which is the round table, which, you know, you don't always come out feeling very encouraged. <laughs> so, so that's a very different environment. I think people kind of aren't yeah. sure to, if they should equate the two. Right. Is, this, is this like the round table or how does it look? Uh, maybe just contrast those a little bit. Yeah. So they're both very different, uh, and and what they're trying to do. So Ronnie put together the round table. It is a sharpening. It is learn a topic, become an expert in that topic. You're presented in one of the ways that you're going to 
have to, you're basically defending your position against all kinds of different attacks, if you will, from the people in the group. Uh, and the academy, like I said, is more engaging, more, uh, you know, thinking through application. Um, and so, you know, even the group, you know, I think roundtable is limited to five or six. You know, ours can be as big. We've had as many as 12 or 14 go yeah. through it. Um, roundtable is only for men. Uh, the academy is open for everyone. And we've actually seen some of the best uh, engagement go through. It's like when couples went through it together, yeah. uh, just being really a great model for that, uh, yeah. to do that. So, and just having, uh, some ladies in the room with us just changes the, the dynamic and the perspective in a way that I think really helps us, uh, grow in that. So those would be some of the major differences. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed that too. And, and when you're like you said, the mentality is different because you know, you're going into, um, uh, a, not a hostile environment where people aren't ready to, you know, you're going to have to defend this thing, right. You're going, you're prepared, but you also want to, get others perspective on the right. same thing that you've read and you want to come to a collective understanding of, of, of this thing that's biblical and right of this area of culture or whatever yeah. we're dealing with right. at the time. Um, yeah. You mentioned couples. That was big for me. Emily and I went through it. So I, I've been through it twice now. I, I got flunked the first time. And <laughs> so I took it again, but the second time I took it with Emily. And so uh, we were reading the same books and having some of the same discussions uh, about things that, you know, we, we, weren't often. And so, uh, you know, there's authors that I had read before that I was just really in love with. And I was so glad that, that she got to read them and, and had a very similar experience. Um, so she's a huge Tim Keller fan now, which, which I'm, I'm grateful for. Um, so, uh, any other benefits as far as couples going that you've seen? Yeah. I, well, I think you hit on it. I mean, I think part of it is just, you know, that they're reading the same things together, kind of growing together. Uh, We've had several couples go through it where like the guy served in one area or the, or his wife served in another, or one was serving at the time and one wasn't. And so when that's going on, it yeah. is more difficult maybe to grow uh, together and have some things in common. So it, it kind of answers that. Uh, so I think that's, plus it's just fantastic accountability. I mean, mm. you know, when, when you live together that's right, and you know, if the other person's reading or not kind of deal, it, right. it really helps with that kind of deal. Cause I'm not too, uh, I'm not too hard on that. You know, my deal up front is kind of like, Hey, if, if you're going to go through this and you don't want to read the books, it doesn't hurt me necessarily. It's, it's that you won't get out of this, what, what you could. Yeah. And so just to have some accountability on the reading, I think is, is, is always a good thing. Yeah. So what, uh, what, what would you say to someone who's maybe um, not a big reader? Maybe they hear about something like this and they're a little bit intimidated, but, but, but they, you think they should do it. We, we both agree it would be really good for them. We, you've had people come through there that, that weren't big readers. Right. Um, what would you say to that person who's like, oh, I'm intimidated to read a lot or talk about books in front of other people? Yeah. Yeah. Normally the, that's what I get as the intimidation comes on two levels. One is I'm not a reader and then, and, or, uh, I don't really want to have to present about something in front of someone else. And so my encouragement to that is then, then if that's you, then, then all the more reason for you to do this because it's a safe environment to grow in both of those. Um, You know, if you're not a reader, we've tried to make it manageable. So, you know, you got one book over that's the only, the actual requirement uh, over a month. If you're just wise with your time, it's doable. Um, A lot of these books uh, not a lot of them. Some of these books are even popular enough to be done probably through audiobook and things like that. Um, 
But we also live in like this golden age, you know, of discipleship. And so for a person who just kind of flat out says, I'm not a reader and I don't like to read, at least has to come to the point where they're acknowledging that they are missing one of the great opportunities to grow. Mm -hmm. And so for some people, I think it's not so much that they don't like reading. It's just that they've never really read. That's right. And if they'll just jump in and do it, it's not as hard or as overwhelming or intimidating as they think. On the presentation deal, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, I haven't done anything like this since college. Uh, And I don't want to have to teach the group or something like that. And my experience with that has been, I give you as much help on the front end as I can. Formats, what it needs to look like, how to do it. And then you're in with a group that's very supportive. So that's the other thing is like, they're not out to trip you up. They're not out to get you. It's usually when someone finishes a paper and we... We've had all of these that have been done for the years now, and obviously they're gonna they're going to uh, they're gonna range in their quality. But ninety nine percent of the time, when they're finished and we fi- we finish our discussion, because they present for ten, then we usually discuss for fifteen or twenty. Yeah, and then after that, we take a little break before we do the next book, and it's almost every time some you know person presents, and then what you're hearing from the group is that was really good. Thanks for that's right. Thanks for doing that and stuff like that. So it's really affirming. And um, very few people, I remember the year that George Schroeder did it. So he's a writer by, by career. Right. Everyone was like, great. You know, I've got to, yeah. you know, I'm sitting here with George and, right. and George even talked about how that was, it's a different kind of writing. It's just, you yeah. know, it's, you know, he wasn't writing reviews of books very often. So right. um, most people are coming in on a pretty equal footing yeah. on that deal. So um, it's safe. That's the best thing, you know, yeah. you know, it's trying to grow together. It's like learning a lot of it's like being an adult and trying to learn a new hobby or take up a new interest, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and most time you're going to find a lot of support with that. So it's, it's pretty wide ranging. Um, you mentioned church history. Can you talk about maybe some of the, the other subjects that you cover other books? That yeah. We, we start with a, with a couple of books about the Christian mind. So where reading and thinking come into play in the life of a Christian kind of to start us off with what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we'll cover a month on kind of just the what it means to be Baptist, uh, the doctrine of the Bible. We use a theology textbook, and no, we don't read the whole book, but everyone chooses a subject in the theology book. We do apologetics. Um, we do history. We do a science and philosophy, and then we do a deal on the church. And then we finish it up with a kind of a cultural to where everyone will pick a cultural topic. So, you know, something that's happening, yeah. uh, racism, you know, abortion, euthanasia, different things like that. And there we have different books for that. So and then they'll present on that. Yeah, it was great. It was a great experience for us and, and got to encounter some authors. You know, I'd never read John Piper before. So uh, you hear about these guys, you're like. Oh yeah, really good authors, Keller, uh, Piper, you know, MacArthur. Uh, I'd like to read those guys someday. Well, this is a great opportunity right. to a great on ramp for experiencing some of those guys. And some of them you'd be like, all right, that's probably the only book I'm gonna read by that guy. Right. But others you're gonna be like, oh, that, fa- that was fascinating. That was an excellent um, handling of that topic. I'd like to learn more about that or read this guy again. I like his, you know, style. Right. Um Okay, right. So who who is this for? Do you have to be longtime Christian, really mature? Do you have to be a member of the church? How does it all work? Yeah. So I, you know, we've kind of got this tiered up in some ways that, in, in in a lot of ways, it is open for anyone. 
So, I mean, obviously connected with Trinity, so they'll hear about it. Uh, you know, we like a group of anywhere from 10 to 12. That's really kind of the sweet spot as far as, as a number goes. Okay. Um, ideally, though, you know, always, that's the question. is like, well, who's it really aimed for? Yeah. But <clears throat> there are certain people where I think it's going to benefit immediately. So, like, if you're in any kind of leadership right now, teaching a class or something like this, I would love for all of our leaders to go through it at some point. Yeah. But, you know, some of the topics that we cover, you know, I remember the first year that we had some some ladies go through it. And the first thing that they thought of was, wow, I can use some of this as we homeschool. I'd have never made that connection. Yeah. And so I was like, well, good. This has application because that's one of the things that we talked about, even in the book reviews and in our discussions is, all right, how would I use this book and the life of another person? Yeah. You know, how, how would I be able to talk about this? And some people have said, okay, I can take this material. I can teach from it now yeah. and that kind of stuff. So it is really, uh, it is really open for anyone who hears some of those topics we just mentioned and says, wow, you know, I'm getting good Bible study, but I don't know anything about church history or I don't know anything about this. Right. Yeah. And so it's really, it, you know, mature Christians have done it. We've had very immature Christians go through it. Yeah. And I think they've both benefited and just because of the wide range of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so really it's open for anybody. Is there an age age limit? Uh, can no. Can I mean, my, can it, my toddler come? Your toddler cannot come. We haven't really, you know, we've we've always said college, but you know, depending on the high school student, I would be, I think that would work too okay. if they can make that commitment to read and, yeah. and be a part of that. So, Good. all right, time commitment. So you've talked about one book a month. Yeah. Two if you're the the overachiever. Yeah. But but what about just the monthly meeting and kind of roughly how much time in a book they're going to spend? Yeah, this is the hard part uh, that people always, and they want like a firm answer on this. And and the, I can't really give a firm answer because it really depends on the person. Um, we have one, one and a half hour meeting a month. That's it. Yeah. And then one book that's required to read. So if you're a fast reader or something good's happened in your month and you've got a couple of blocks that are wide open to read, your time, and it's not your month to present, yeah. that month is going to be very minimal for you. Right. On the month that you have to present, it takes a little more time. Yeah. But again, I give you all the formatting and stuff to go through how to put that together. Uh, if you're a slower reader, it's just about discipline. And I always try to tell them up front, listen, you, you guys know how many days it is till the next intensive. So divide your book up by that many days if you don't like, yeah. if you're not a big reader. You know, it's way easier to say I got to knock out eight pages a day uh, or six pages a day than it is, you know, you're four days out and you've got 200 pages to read. 300 uh, pages on the way to church. That, that that's right. Yeah. Which we've definitely had some people try to pull <laughs> that off. Um, so if you're disciplined and think through it, the time commitment's really not a whole lot, you know. Very good. Um, all right. So when, when can they apply? How, do, how does that work? Yeah. So we'll start announcing it probably in the next week or so. Okay. And there will be some people, you know, I just have a list of some people that that in my mind, God's brought to my mind that I think they really do a great job of this. And so I kind of recruit and stuff yeah. and ask people as I see them and think about it. Um, so we usually have a pretty good mix of that. Maybe a couple of leaders that I've asked to be a part of it. Yeah. And then people who hear us announce it and say, no, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And so as soon as you uh, as soon as they hear about it or they listen to this podcast, they can shoot me an email or a text and we'll just then we'll. I think we're set up to, to start the third week in, in October. All right. Very good. Uh, I went through it. Emily went through it. You can talk to us. Uh, other people that have gone through it, um, gosh, Chris Kennedy, Evan Bushy, Justin Peebler, um, 
talk to those folks yeah. and get their perspective on it if you're still kind of on the fence. But really, really encourage you to take advantage of this opportunity. So, all right, we'll catch you next time on TBC Equipped.